Hello everybody, this is Danny coming to you from a beautiful early, finally spring-like, actually almost summer-like, if you can believe that, morning, on my way to work, and I uh, just wanted to record a quick intro for Stuttering School, for this very long episode, which was, which is a recording of our most recent Stutter Social broadcast. Yes, broadcast on YouTube it was a hangout on air, and uh, it was for National Stuttering Awareness Week, and um, we've had a panel of uh, various people uh, from various walks of life, people who stutter, uh, the stutter social management team, except for me, because I ended up accidentally closing my browser, and I couldn't get back in. <laughs> Uh, and we had a guest, a friend of mine, Debbie Hor- Horowitz, um, who doesn't stutter. So I thought that would be an interesting mix to have. Um, and we talked about, well, you'll know what we uh, talk about, but the conversation, though an hour and 20 minutes, was <laughs> very interesting. Very, very interesting. We talked about, uh, you know, what it feels like to stutter, to... Um, you know, from a non-stutterer's point of view to um, what we coined the intimacy of stuttering. And we really delved into really, really deep conversation about eye contact. In any case, uh, I'm not going to make this intro too long. So, um, enjoy. <laughs> I'll have the link to the video in the show notes. So for those of you who want to watch the video, particularly if you have, say, Apple TV or Google TV, or if you're able to watch YouTube on TV instead of on your laptop or (laughs) your tablet or something, because it takes a while to, like, it's, uh, sorry, it's a bit tiring to watch something on a tiny screen for an hour. Anyway, enjoy. All right. Well, welcome everybody to the, the, Stuttering Awareness Week edition of Stutter Social. Uh, I'm the host, David Resnick, joined by uh, fellow Stutter Socialites, Mitch Trishan, who's, who's going to be co-hosting, and Sam Dunsfigger, who's also we're going to be monitoring our social streams and feeds to to get us uh, questions and comments. Um, the purpose of this hangout is to raise awareness about stuttering. There are a lot of misconceptions out there because either people are are misinformed or they're underinformed, uh, and they just haven't ever spoken to somebody who stutters. So this is an opportunity for uh, people who do stutter and who, who don't stutter alike to ask questions, to learn, share experiences and knowledge, and overall raise awareness about stuttering. Uh, so, buddy in here, do a real 
quick introduction, just say your name, location, if you stutter, if, 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 if you don't stutter, what your interest in stuttering is. Uh, I'll start off. David Resnick in, in Los Angeles, California. I've been stuttering since I was three and uh, I've, I became engaged in starting awareness and sport in 2009 and I, I have a deep interest in in raising awareness about stuttering, hence being here. So, uh, Debbie, could you go next? Absolutely. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Um, hi, my name is Debbie Horovich, and uh, I'm a social media strategist in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Uh, I do not stutter, and um, I was invited into this hangout uh, by Daniela Rossi, who I know in Toronto, uh, in the social media community, and um, it, it, it really, it's, it's something that always interests me, is how we can talk about... Um, social social differences um, between ourselves and uh, and and raise awareness to issues like this so I wanted to join in so thank you for having me great uh, thank you for being here uh, Dustin would you go next yeah Dave no problem dude uh, my name is Dustin Lincolns uh, 29 years old originally from Dunkirk Maryland um, currently living in Fort Myers, Florida. Stuttered since I was, I'd say, 10 years old. Um, done a bunch of therapy. Uh, currently work for Homeland Security. And uh, I've aged up my stutter, and it's it doesn't hold me back anymore. Awesome. Um, Pam, could you go next? Sure. It's good seeing everybody. Um, my name is Pam, 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 Pam Mertz. I am from Albany, New York, which is upstate of New York City. Um, I stutter, and um, I have been uh, actively engaged in the stuttering co community since about 2006. Great. Thanks. Yeah, Pam is... Uh Pam also has a great podcast about stuttering that you, that you can plug later. Uh, <laughs> Sam, would you go next? Sure. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Sam. I'm one of the Stutter Social hosts. I'm 25. I'm from Toronto, Canada, and um, I've been stuttering since I was about uh, uh, th three or four years old, so I'm really good at it. And um, since um, a few years ago, I've started um, opening up a lot more about my stuttering and meeting uh, so many cool other people who stutter from around the world and since then I really can't get enough of it which is why I'm here. <laughs> Great, thanks. Uh, Mitch, which would you go? Sure, my name is Mitch Trishan. 
Um, I teach over at St. John's University. Um, my area of research is the role that self-help plays in helping to manage stuttering. Um, also a co-founder of Stutter Social. Um, and I'm going to be shifting gears and look at, and going to be doing more clinical work, which I'm really excited about and uh, excited about this podcast. Cool. And Vishal, uh, could you introduce yes. yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, uh, my my name is uh, my name is Vishal uh, 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 Gupta, and I'm uh, from India. And currently, I live in the city named New Delhi. And uh, currently, I'm uh, working. I am a graphic or web web uh, designer here in the the IT company. And actually, I am uh, running Indian uh, Hangout group conversation since one year. And and apart from that, I really uh, like to to talk with PWS and to, to spread uh, awareness about this stammering. And I really like to to be in the hangout of Stutter Social. And apart, uh, and actually, I uh, like to uh, I like to sing song and I like to uh, cook uh, foods and dishes in Chinese and Indian. And this is all about my brief introduction. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Vishal. Uh, so I want to start off the, the talk uh, attempting to answer the question, what is stuttering? Um, it's a big question, and there isn't a definitive answer. You know, you can, depending on who you, who you ask, you're going to get a bit of a different answer. So I want to ask the people in this hangout, uh, what do you think stuttering is? Um, whoever wants to take it first, you can go for it. Uh, I can go first, if yeah. uh, you don't mind. Yeah. I'll uh, jump right in there. Um, as I said before, my name is Dustin Lincolns. Um, when I first thought of stuttering, um, I, I had no idea what it was. I knew it was a a uh, it was a inability for me to speak. Um, it was uh, it changed me. It formed me into the person I am today. Once I accepted my stutter, I consider it now a gift. Because it makes me more uh, compassionate, it makes me more, more uh, uh, down to earth. Um, I, I believe stuttering is put into your life for a reason, um, and depending on how you uh, see it, how you use it, is the uh, is, is the outcome involved. Interesting, interesting answer. So, sir, kind of approaching it from a very personal standpoint about who, who, what it is for you. Yeah. Um, 
Thank you. Anybody else have an answer to that question? What is stuttering? Um, I'll jump in, and uh, I believe that stuttering is uh, the involuntary dis. Di disruption of the normal flow of speech. Um, in my case, uh, stuttering ma manifests itself in several different ways. Um, typically, I repeat sounds or whole words. Um, sometimes I do pro prolongations, and other times um, I block. Um, so uh, I believe that the definition of blocking is when you go to say some some something and the word just doesn't come out. Um, so I think that stuttering um, again is 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 a is a stoppage of uh, what we consider to be normal speech, and it's definitely involuntary. Um, and I think it's important to note that because um, it's not our fault. And I think that's one of the myths that people struggle with. Um, it's definitely uh, not something that 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 we're to blame for. Um, it just it's just the way that we speak. It's a different form of communication. That's an excellent answer too. Um, bridging into some of the the myths about stuttering, but we'll, we'll actually spend a bit more time devoted to that question in, in a, a, a little bit, but, it, but there definitely are a lot of myths about stuttering. Um, I'm curious to hear a, a non-stutterer's opinion of what stuttering is, if, if you wouldn't mind being on the spot, Debbie. Sure. Well, I, w I wouldn't have joined the Hangout if I wasn't okay with occasionally being put on the spot. But uh, <laughs> um, I, it's, it's interesting because I was thinking about the times in my life when I've had uh, social interactions or professional encounters with um, uh, PWS, which is a new acronym for me tonight. Um, and uh, I remember when I was a teenager, I had a, um, my GP was a stutterer. So it was, it was quite challenging for me to go in and speak to uh, a male general practitioner doctor. And, and not that I had a problem with him stuttering, but it was almost embarrassing to have to go in as a teenage girl um, for mm. things that teenage girls have to go see their doctors for and not and at the same time having embarrassment about what I was going to see him for at the same time having to deal with not knowing how do I respond when he's really struggling to get out a word and I'm in a rush and or I'm embarrassed and I want to get out of the doctor's office so it was really interesting to me um, I, but at the same time, I think I've, I, I think maybe I've only met two or three people who stutter um, face to face in my life. And, and so I really don't have a lot of awareness around it. Um, for, for, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, what I, 
I presume it's, of course, not something that you could blame a person for, um, because when I think about it, I think who would, who would choose to be challenged in their communication or their connections with people? Um, but, but I don't know what causes it either. So, um, it seems very random to me. So. I'm sorry, I don't actually have an answer for your question. <laughs> well, well, I appreciate the context and the expression that uh, that, that, that you don't you really know. In fact, that's that that's yeah. a big part of why we're speaking to it now. So, right. thank you. Uh, how about an international? opinion about what stuttering is. You know, oftentimes uh, conditions or uh, ideas or things are perceived differently in different cultures. So uh, I'd like to hear Vishal's uh, opinion on what stuttering is. Okay. I mean, according to me, it's Stuttering is something which make your fluency, uh, fluency, I mean, uh, lock, locked. Uh, when you uh, when you speak, you 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 have a, a lot a lot of repeating sounds and repeating syllables, and it makes your uh, your uh, your speech uh, uh, with uh, with actually. Like like uh, disfluency, uh, but actually uh, one thing I uh, want to add, uh, which I have learned in my my recent workshop, uh, you all know uh, like 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 uh, fluency 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 uh, has two types. One is fluent, another is disfluent. Uh, but and uh, uh, but I think we all PWS are not. Uh, we all PWS are are not fluent or not disfluent. We are actually a transfluent. Transfluent. This is the way to to and to introduce your. Your, uh, your stuttering. We are actually transfluent. That's that's really funny. I like that a lot. Can you define transfluent for me? Because I'm not not picking up the uh, the association. We are the definition of transfluent, Dustin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I Jurassic Park moment where we went right over my head. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, did, could you define it again, Vishal? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, you can say. I re recently, I have attended one one uh, one uh, uh, one uh, workshop here in my country, India, regarding this uh, regarding this 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 is starting. And where I have uh, heard about this thing, 
and actually a transplant is uh, the thing which you can you you, you can explain your your uh, your your uh, fluency in a, uh, in a in a different mannerism which we have right now we are not fluent and not this way we are transfluent <laughs> this is oh okay okay now i get it all right all right all right all right i guess maybe if you're truly disfluent you're not able to even uh, speak really so that would that would make us yeah transfluent <laughs> i'll take it um, and what about from an academic perspective mitch if you would speak to that a little bit Um, when we're not hearing your audio, Mitch. Okay, how about now? Yep, I gotcha. Okay. Um, I think that there are a lot of different ways that this could be answered. Some would argue that stuttering is just the surface features that you see, and that's a very narrow view of what stuttering is. Um, a lot of professionals... Uh, where most professionals recognize that stuttering is much broader than the surface features and um, there's often uh, it's uh, the iceberg analogy is brought up that's something that Joseph Sheehan uh, came up with and what what that analogy is is that what people think stuttering is um, might be the surface or the above the surface features that you're able to see the sound repetitions, the blocks, the prolongations but what you see beneath the surface or what you can't see is beneath the surface and that is uh, all the different feelings that someone has that's that's related to the stutter itself, the shame, the guilt um, the fear. Um, so I think that's a good illustration of of how um, a, a broader view of what stuttering is. Um, it's interesting because even when a whole group of academics have tried to define well what uh, what is one instance of stuttering, there was a lot of differences between what was counted as a stutter and what was not. Um, on a personal level, I would like to say that what I've learned over the last uh, 11 years through self-help is that stuttering is what you make it. I think that there are lots of choices, individual choices, with people who stutter. Um, I think stuttering can be disabling. Uh, it has been disabling for me in the past, and I think sometimes it it still can be disabling. However, uh, through talking to so many great examples, uh, of people who handle their stuttering very well, 
uh, I've learned that it doesn't have to be disabling, and um, I've seen people with severe stutters uh, be great communicators, and I think that it, it's important to realize that. And actually, that's a great segue into uh, talking about our our next topic of of what it feels like to stutter. Uh, everybody's stutter manifests in a different way. You know, as Pam as I said earlier, she has a repetition thing. Other people have air blocks where they literally cannot produce a sound. Um, for, for other people, it occurs very deep in their mind, in their body, and they can sense the words that they're going to stutter coming up, and they change them. That's called covert stuttering, but it's still a form <laughs> of stuttering. Changing the words so you don't stutter on it is a form of stuttering. So I'll put it out to the group now. What is it like to stutter? What does it feel like for you? For uh, me, um, it feels like being out of control. Um, for me, I'm trying to say one word and I'll subconsciously say another word or my words will come out as a mesh and he, people around me will give me the look of what did you say? And I'll, I'll have to repeat it. Um, and the second time I repeat it, it comes out fluently. So it's, <laughs> it, it, it's kind of interesting. But um, for me, it's a sense of not being in, in a control. Uh, it's a sense of uh, trying to um, work in a world that where I'm the one percent or less than one percent. Yes, those are uh, very interesting and poignant facts there. Thank you. Um, who else wants to answer what does stuttering feel like? Well, I'll answer if no one else is interested. Um, yeah. You know, Sometimes, if I'm having a, a bad speech day, but, but what that means is is that I will stutter on almost every word out of my mouth, which happens. And I don't know about maybe every two weeks or so. On a bad speech day, it feels as though every time I open my mouth to speak, I am pushing a 20-ton truck up a mountain. It's wow. like it's like I can make progress, but it takes such an enormous struggle and effort just to get every step up that mountain, just to get every word out, because there's this internal, you know, thing that happens where I stutter on every word and. And no amount of stopping and breathing, relaxing, slowing down. I mean, 
I've got to just take it one word at a time and just you know hope and pray that I can that I can get the words out and sometimes I don't and I just go I can't say the word bottle you know but or, or I can't say this thing I can say any other word except this the word that describes this object um, if I'm not having a bad speech day you know like today is an, is all right uh, sometimes I just hit these it's it's as though there's a a disconnect between the mechanism that that is formulating speech and thoughts and the mechanism that gets the word out it's like I know how to how to make a sound and get it out but it's it's as though somebody puts a, a cement wall in there and it disconnects them and I've got to sort of pull the, that wall down every time it comes up. Um, so it's not as much of a struggle as pushing, as pushing a truck up a mountain, but it's still uh, uh, you, you, you know, when it comes up, it's, it's, it's still a big effort. And it takes a lot of mental energy. Stuttering it, it can be exhausting a little bit. Um, <laughs> You know, it's physical energy, it's mental energy, it takes f focus off of of communicating, and that is why, you know, as Mitch said, uh, you know, people who stutter have to become really great communicators, and we do that because we have to communicate effectively in fewer words. <laughs> uh, and so, actually, I think that that being a person who who stutters makes us great communicators in a way. So, how about a a woman's perspective on this, uh, Pam? If you wouldn't mind jumping in on on, on what it it feels like to stutter. As you were talking and describing what it feel feel feel. feel feels like to you the first thing that um, came to my mind is um, a way that I described it um, a couple of years ago to 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 a friend of mine that stutters and then to somebody that doesn't stutter um, sometimes when I block on a word um, during a fluent period it so catches me off guard and so surprises me that it occurred and then I find myself feeling like oh my gosh I've fallen off a cliff and nobody even noticed because um, the stuttering moment can happen so quickly and I am not able to always predict what word um, that I get stuck on but the best way for me to really describe it um, and that it made sense to the non-stuttering per per person was that sensation of having fallen and falling deeply off a cliff and the listener didn't even know it. 
So for me, that kind of signifies what David was talk, talk, talking about there, that deep sense of sensation that we have during the stuttering moment that the other person probably doesn't even realize is happening. If I could ask a question also, because it is very much related to this. Um, I'm curious to hear what people think about when when they stutter, is it more difficult before you stutter, while you're stuttering, or after you stutter? Because I know that, yeah, it is difficult to stutter. And it does feel like you're you're pushing through something, and that is difficult. But I I think that that uh, people who don't stutter might not realize that that's for a lot of people that's not the hard part about stuttering. So that's a great to... yeah. Wow yeah definitely. That's a great question. Um, uh, there is definitely a lot of anxiety that happens before I even open my mouth to speak because I know, like, every time I'm going to talk, this is going to be a, a struggle. This is, is going to be a challenge. Um, there is also, as you said, Mitch, a lot of... of, of of mixed emotions that occur after I speak. Uh, sometimes if I have stuttered a lot in a situation where I was maybe hoping I would be more fluent, I might be thinking about, uh, you know, what are other people thinking of me? I might be feeling embarrassed or ashamed um, I might have thoughts like oh you know if somebody else asks me a question I'll just answer like as briefly as I can because I don't I don't want to even talk again I mean I don't have that reaction often but it happens it does happen anybody else answering uh, Mitch's question <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to just add, add to. Oh, sorry, sorry, Debbie. Go ahead. No, you please go ahead. <laughs> now, I was just gonna um, just to pig piggyback on that. Um, I often feel helpless during the moment of stuttering, and I think Dustin mentioned it earlier that that lack of c control. Um, I've always I've always needed to have con 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 control in 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 areas of my life. Um, I think because I don't have the control with the with the speech that I've um, always wished that I I could have. But I I can um, deeply feel the sense of help help helplessness during that mm -hmm. stuttering moment. Thus, my analogy to the to the falling off the cliff. Peace. Yeah, and if I can add to what Pam is, uh, Pam said, um, for, for me, it's it's like you're on uh, the uh, or the uh, 
spinner at the uh, uh, carnival where you just <laughs> spin around, spin around, spin around, or tilt the world. That's the term. My bad. Tilt um, um, uh, on the uh, the uh, tilt the world of a of a endless conversation, and you've got what for for me one example is uh, what I do, and I talk to individuals and talk to groups, and oh, when I'm stuttering. Either, I'll either block or I'll be on a repetition. And like, like today, I just I said the word, I said the word uh, 27. I think six times. Was like 27, 27, 27, 27. Uh, like like are starting times, and people were looking at me. They all know I stutter, and they all accept it. But it's just one of those things of can this can this please stop so I can get on with the next <laughs> sentence? You know, <laughs> for me, it's a it's a uh, attention getter, and I yeah. and I subconsciously lay look at people's eyes and their mannerisms to say, are they judging me? Is there something going on? Are they you know are are they trying to hold back comments or or stickers, what have you? Mm-hmm. Um, did did you have a have a question or or something to add on that, uh, Debbie? Um. Uh, well, I did. I, I I wanted to give two perspectives. One is the the non-stutterer's perspective, um, and and how I feel when I have encountered people who stutter. Um, and I was I was just thinking about how much must be going on in your head um, when you're stuttering. If, if you're repeating a word, are you thinking through that word? Or does that give you time in repetition or in blocking, um, however it's coming out, does that give you time to think about your next response? Does it, does it make you come out with better responses? Or, or now do you have to think about two, twice as many things and it makes you you seem even more scatterbrained. It makes me look um, for the exit. <laughs> I mean, at least for me, I have to really f- focus on getting through the stutter. I can't, you know, if I try thinking about that, you know, formulating a response and you know, or thinking about the next thing I'm going to say, I'll just I'll be stuck in that. Stutter almost endlessly, so I've got to focus on, you know, in the moment. Yeah. So how about it? It, it really yeah. does take a lot of your attention, but I, I at the same time wanted to um, just uh, present the sensation. I think for me that or the compassion that I have for the situation with people who stutter is that um, I've I've had some experiences where I did not want to go out of the house. I did not want to see people or have to face people in social situations um, because I felt like I knew that they would be judging me um, by seeing me. And when you have to leave the house despite feeling um, like like something that people will be looking at or or judging or or you know just feeling humiliated just having to show your face sometimes um 
to me, that's the perspective that I, you know, like that to me seems like it would be the overwhelming feeling if, um, if I were stuttering. Yeah, and and that 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 can be the uh, perspective sometimes um, uh, until you learn to understand that hey yeah I stutter it's not a disease it's it's, it's not gonna um, it's not gonna be the end of the world if, if I say and six seven times in a row um, <laughs> uh, 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 talking to somebody and for me that was the biggest part of acceptance and. I didn't start accepting my stutter, and right now I'm 29. I didn't start accepting that or learning that till probably 24, 25, and, and and I was a police officer for six years prior to that. Wow. Yeah. I, w- I want to uh, take a second and just remind anybody who's watching on YouTube that if you have a question that that you want asked in the hangout you can comment on the YouTube stream on YouTube uh, and we have people who are who are monitoring that who will tell us the question in the hangout here so again anybody who's watching on YouTube if you have a question you can uh, put it in the comment on the YouTube stream and we'll ask it in the hangout has a question I, I, oh, yeah, I first wanted to respond to something that Debbie said earlier. I really thought her question was a very good one. Um, it, it, it was about how if while we're repeating something, is it that we're stuck on that word or are we, uh, or, or is there something else going on? And I think it's important to separate uh, two different types of stutters where, yes, you can have a repetition of sounds, sounds or, uh, or a, or a, a one-syllable repetition, okay? And yes, the answer to that, that is, yes, we are stuck on that one sound, but sometimes you'll hear a phrase or a multi-syllabic word being repeated and when that happens that's usually more associated with anticipation of stuttering on the word that's coming up so like I struggle to say my my name sometimes so you might hear something like my name is my name is my name is Mitch and my name I is thought he, he, he was going to say Slim Shady, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, stand up. Um. So yeah. So I just wanted to make that distinction between. <laughs> I'm laughing at tape. <laughs> I just wanted to make that distinction between the repetitions where you're stuck on a word versus the longer repetitions which are usually associated with a feared word that's coming up. Thank you for that. And uh, Vishal, did you have a comment on that? Actually, I want to ask one uh, question regarding this uh, this gathering. Actually, uh, I mean, I 
because I uh, because I observe in myself whenever I talk to any fluent uh, fluent man and fluent uh, fluent a person uh, when I used to uh, uh, when I used to uh, uh, used to uh, used to uh, maintain a I I I uh, I contact and I think this affect my this affect uh, affect my whole speech when I used to uh, used to um, maintain a I contact and when I don't uh, uh, when I don't do then I speak fluently. So now, Simon, what you you people have experienced about this eye contact? That's a good uh, a good point. And I'm sorry, David. I'll take off. No, no, keep, go right ahead, Justin. Yeah. Uh, um, for me, it, it's interesting because I will do my best to. Um, to make to keep eye contact because in in the world or in the U.S. today, eye contact is a very strong thing. It shows truth. It it you know uh, gets the point across. It means you're serious. There's a lot of things that eye contact means. And uh, Debbie, you can add. I'm sorry, um, but with. Uh, it, when, I, when I begin to stutter, I automatically look away and I try to regain focus, but I can't do it. On the other hand, when one of my brothers or sisters uh, stutters, I have a hard time looking them in the eye because I know what they're going through. It, it, it's weird. Um, I actually have a comment on this. Um, from. For me personally, eye contact is something that I um, often struggle with a lot, especially when I get into a block. I just feel the need to look away from the person, and um, um, I um, I think it was Danny who once. Said recently that um, eye contact really is a um, sign of like intimacy between you and the person you're yeah. talking to. Like it really helps can develop can develop a rapport with them and shows that you you care you. Care about what you're saying to them, and vice versa. That's a yeah. That's actually something I started thinking about very specifically at the 2012 NSA conference. That's the National Stuttering Association um, here in the U.S. Uh, you know, I was I, I was talking with someone about. Uh, eye contact, and I, I, I 
I realized how very intimate it is to be speaking to someone and looking them in the eye and stuttering. It's like you just have this silence almost, you know? It's like you're talking, it's a normal conversation, and all of a sudden, right? So you're just holding this space with the person, and it's wow. incredibly intimate. It's and it's very you know and it and it can be so hard to maintain that intimacy that you that you look away because it's a little bit awkward, you know, mm -hmm. or, or it it can be awkward. And I was uh, thinking about developing a workshop called the the, the intimacy of stuttering and exploring wow. how to keep that eye contact. You know, through being comfortable in uh, in the interpersonal intimacy, it's not you know a romantic intimacy, but it's a it's a communication intimacy. If I can is there a difference? Also, <laughs> yes, there is a difference. Well, I, I, I didn't mean it in a in that that context, but it's 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 dealing with a feelings and and b that yeah. that form of of connection, not getting into the other stuff, but into the uh, connection between you and that person. You know, it's like your best friend or boss or whatever else. There's some form of some some form of uh, a connection. Yeah. That's why I asked. Yeah, I I think it's also um, important just to look at how uh, how you can feel connected to people in general. Most of us, um, myself included, and I'm not a stutterer, I very often struggle with feeling disconnected from society or from my family or people don't understand me. And so it makes it difficult for me to have the confidence always to want to express myself um, or to stand up for my ideas. And, and the same thing with if you can hold someone's eye contact as you're struggling through any anything that comes up in your communication that makes you struggle, if you can hold the eye contact, I think that gives you that connection to that person, especially if they have patience for it. That's a great point. Yeah, Mitch, what was that? No, they actually talked about this topic um, we recently had a, a friends and family night at our stuttering support group uh, just uh, a week and a half ago, and one of the topics that was brought up um, was why why is it that people who stutter look away from who they're talking to, and why is it that the listeners look away also? And I think the obvious answer to why a person who stutters looks away is that because they're embarrassed. But one of the things that, that should be understood is sometimes it's not about the embarrassment. It's more about the concern for their listener and they're sparing them or they're taking their feelings into consideration and they're looking away 
Um, the reason why the listener may look away, yeah, they might not be educated about stuttering or they might feel uncomfortable, but there's another side that's, well, they're having a moment and they might want privacy and yes. they look away to give yeah. the privacy. And I think that's very important for for a person who stutters to realize that that might be why they're why the loss of eye contact. It's almost uh, I I've heard stuttering described as kind of a a, a, a feeling of being naked in front of someone, mm -hmm. and okay. the other person is kind of giving them their privacy while that happens. Yeah, that's very I, interesting, Mitch. That nice. is. Wow. You should, um, if Danny is watching on YouTube, you should post that as a quote uh, on our Twitter feed. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. It's a long and, quote. And, and Not the whole, the whole story. And they didn't have a trademark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I can really um, see yeah. looking away as an opportunity to regain your focus. And and so maybe get over what whatever is triggering or causing the um, the stuttering. I want to uh, move along to the next uh, question I've got here because I think it's a it's another big one, um, and that is what are the the, the the most prevalent myths and misconceptions about stuttering, and we can bring them up and then also speak to them. So, who who in the hangout here uh, has a, a myth or a misconception about stuttering, or who thinks? Uh, I, I'm going to rephrase that. Okay. <laughs> uh, not who here has it, but what do we see in the mainstream public that are myths and misconceptions about stuttering? You can raise Justin. hands. Read your yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was using my manners today. Since we're live, hey, um, for me, um, a a major misconception conception that I uh, have been asked, ha have been told is stuttering shows weakness. Uh, stuttering shows you, or uh, stuttering put, uh, uh, puts off a uh, example of you, you, you don't know what you're doing or, or, or you're scared or nervous. Um, one quick example is um, as a uh, police officer uh, prior to my current job, I uh, would stutter on a traffic stop or stutter um, apprehended somebody, and people would make comments of, oh, what, what, what are you scared of me because you're stuttering? I was like, no, I stutter since I was five years old. You really don't scare me. So, but uh, different stuff like that. But people would ask me, uh, you know, are you scared? Are you nervous? And I would ask, answer no. But what that, that's one misconception that I've uh, thought of. And as well, um, uh, stuttering is caused by abuse mentally or physically. 
Well, I, I had a great childhood. I wasn't abused. So it's that's a myth. Yeah, I, I think there are a lot of myths about the cause of stuttering. Um, that is definitely a huge one. You know that 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 we're nervous or that that we that we don't know what we're saying or you know um, yeah. Who else has got has observed a myth or a misconception about stuttering? Um, I actually wrote a blog post about this today. Funnily enough, um, like. I agree that I think a lot of the myths ha like are about the causes of stuttering mostly because people don't really know the causes of stuttering um, I like I think um, like I think one of the main misconceptions here is that um, people <coughs> may think that stuttering is um, some some sort of psychological disorder when it isn't like I, I, um all although like although it's still unclear um what um what the underlying causes of stuttering are um there has been a lot of research that it's um, that it's that it's caused by something neurological. So there there uh, there isn't anything psychological or mental about the causes of stuttering. It's it seems to be um, physiological. Yeah, that's Sam, pretty. That's a pretty common misconception to label stuttering as something that is caused by a psychological condition. That the current understanding is that there isn't a current understanding really. Uh, you know, we're getting bits and pieces here and there that that maybe there's a genetic cause, and that 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 relates to an a neurological cause and maybe parts of it are psychological we really don't know there there is a lot of, of research being done but um, you, you know in some cases people can attribute it to a specific incident in their lives like a traumatic incident of some sort but you know, I, I think in the vast majority of cases, uh, that's not so. Vishal, uh, do you have uh, any any misconceptions about stuttering that you face in India, where maybe people don't? I don't know. It's my understanding so far yeah. of meeting a lot of Indians in the hangouts that that there is a different cultural perception of stuttering over there so wow uh, actually uh, because I think uh, here in India this is uh, this is stuttering is actually not uh, not uh, not is uh, spread because I think uh, most of the people don't 
know about this is stuttering uh, because every people thinks this is a, this is a, like a like a small thing or like a worst thing i mean they, uh, because uh, you that can say they have different first perspective so so i mean I, uh, i want to spread the awareness of stammering here in india because i think whenever you 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 go for the interview the reaction of uh, the the reaction of hr uh, uh, the, re, the reaction reaction of hr would not be good and not be a nice because i am in Uh, recently i have given uh, one interview and actually i stammer a little a little a bit more uh, the the moment i was uh, giving interview and i think i observed that the reaction of uh, reaction of interviewer was not nice i mean uh, she th- uh, she thought it is something like something uh, like like awkward something like uh like you 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 cannot watch my uh, my uh, my uh, uh, facial expression so uh, so you can say uh, most of the uh, most of the people in india who are fluent they still don't know anything about stuttering and i uh, want to uh, i want to aware all the people and is uh, and is is uh, and actually is uh, is especially i want to aware this thing to the to all the companies hr human resources because in interview this is a, a big issue uh, with pws to 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 grab the job to to Uh, to uh, get the job, and that's a huge point. I want to come back to that in just a minute. Um, we can talk about some of the real life uh, challenges and issues that we face, um, but I want to uh, hand it off to Mitch for, for a minute, who's got. uh some good m- 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 myths about stuttering to share uh, i um um another topic of discussion at our last group was actually on the myths and the uh, stuttering foundation website has um could you s- a- say the the URL on air here so 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 people can visit it sure um well i'm actually trying to pull it up i th- thought i had it up um it's if you google it's um stutteringhelp.org that's right. www.stutteringhelp.org that's for the stuttering foundation of america and also for those who are interested if you go to we stutter.org w e stutter.org that's the national stuttering association who 
both sides have a lot of information about stuttering. Uh, nervousness causes stuttering. That is a big misconception, and it is, uh, it's not true. <laughs> the um, research on that shows that stuttering may cause someone to be nervous, but not, but not the other way around. Nervousness is not the cause of it. Yes, if someone is nervous, it might cause them to stutter more, but it's not the foundation of why someone stutters. Um, stuttering can be caught through um, imitation or by hearing another person stutter. <laughs> it's no not comment. contagious. <laughs> okay. They're not all good maths. They're not Excellent. all smart. Well, Careful, and, Nubby. And, and on that note, real fast, I've noticed uh, some of my uh, coworkers, though, like if, if we're in a conversation and, and we're constantly hanging out, they have a tendency to uh, stutter on a, on a couple of words. And it, it's interesting for me. That's all. Hmm. Okay. It helps to tell a person to take a deep breath before talking or think about what you want to say first. Yeah, every time uh, a person has said that to me, I, I want to just, you know, slap them a little bit and say, that does not help. Thank you. <laughs> it sounds really offensive to me. Um, but almost embarrassingly, I have to admit that when I was interacting with my, my GP when I was a teenager, my initial um, uh, response to his stuttering was to fill in the word for him. Um, and I was thinking about why, why I came to that, because I don't know if that's a normal thing for people to do if someone is stuttering to try and fill in the word for them, like to help them along in the conversation and I realized I think that that might have been because um, when I was a teenager I was growing up as an English teenager in French Quebec hmm. um, and so I was also trying to learn and navigate through a different language culture and so when you're learning a new language it's very common when you're talking to someone who's struggling with a new language to help them fill in the word that they're struggling for. Absolutely. I, I, Do you find that as, as a stutterer that people will jump in and fill in the word for you? And does it offend you? I hope not. Well, it's not offensive because in, in most cases it's not coming from a malicious place. But definitely something to know for anybody who's who's listening, who stutters or or not. Uh, please allow us to finish our sentences and to get our words out as long as it takes. It really, uh, it's not offensive, but it does hurt a a, a, a little bit to have someone else finish our sentences. Um, and it really helps us in our flow and our confidence as communicators to, you know, take care of our own business. <laughs> uh, Pam, did you, did, did you have a comment on that? 
Yeah, I just wanted to um, add in there that sometimes I feel that it's um, kind of presumptuous on some 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 somebody's part to want to try to fill fill in the word or finish the sentence um, because it could be wrong, <laughs> and um, you know. So I mean, I've sometimes felt not offended, but um, a little disrespected when when yeah. some some somebody presumes to know what what I was going to say um, just by like the beginning vowel vowel that I get stuck on. Um, so I you know I think that's just just as David said that's important important to keep to keep in mind. Um, sometimes you're just wrong with what you tried to do. So. I will point out, because I have had this happen a, a lot to me, that even if someone does finish up what you want to say, a way to relay that you don't want them to do that is to either let them know, or by saying what you want to say anyway, eventually they should get the point that even if you say it, I'm still going to say it anyway, so that the person who's speaking still feels empowered to say what they were going to say. Um, I do think it is important, even with this, um, how people do say, uh, take a deep breath before talking and think about what you want to say. I don't think it's coming from a bad place when someone says that. And as annoying as it is to hear, I think that uh, a, a helpful way for a person who stutters to internalize that is here's someone that, that probably doesn't understand stuttering a whole lot, but they are letting us know uh, that they're trying to be helpful. Um, it, it, it can be internalized as insulting, but uh, I think most people have good intentions. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to um, just take a moment, we're kind of at the uh, t towards the end of our time, there are a, whole, a lot of different topics and questions that, that, we, that, that we could still talk about, uh, so you know, hopefully in the future a follow-up. Um, I want to give everybody in here a chance to just share one thing that they want the world to know about stuttering. Would you go first? Yeah, actually the main thing I uh, want to do all the fluent, uh, fluent, uh, fluent uh, people in our country and all the countries, I think please everyone Treat, treat. Uh, this is that. Uh, please, everyone, treat. Uh, this is stuttering as like fluent man. I mean, just, just, uh, just uh, treat people as like fluent people. Don't, uh, don't think that PWS are different and and disfluent. Great, thank you. Uh, Mitch, could you share next? 
Yeah, um, to people who stutter, I would say um, that uh, how important self-acceptance is, and by accepting stuttering, that doesn't mean that you're waving a white flag and giving up on on trying to be fluent or try to stutter with less struggle. Uh, it's really important that that self-acceptance sets a really good foundation so that when you um, when you do have a stutter that it's not going to start this downward spiral thinking that someone just found out your secret and that all starts with that uh, self-acceptance and being okay with those uh, m m m moments of s uh, stuttering. Great. Thank you. Uh, Sam, could you share next? Um, just to sort of tie in what everybody said, um, like the main thing I want to share about stuttering is that it's it's n not a weakness, it's not a mental or psychological disorder for me it's just a quirk it's something I just happen to do some of the best people I know stutter and they go on with life knowing that they stutter and they live their life really well despite it I know um, lawyers who stutter actors who stutter and they 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 go through life just fine. Thank you. Uh, Pam, could you share next, please? Yeah, um, I think it's important for, peop for, peop for people to um, realize that you can reframe stutter stuttering and make it an asset and make it a strength. Um, it took me a long time to come, come, come come to that understanding um, but stuttering can make you memorable <laughs> and um, <laughs> people know who I am where I work because I'm the one that stutters and for a yeah. long time that was not how I want it to be you know perceived as but now I can look at that like God you know they're they know who I am you know they're <laughs> gonna remember who I am and that can be a real strength in today's world thank you for that uh, Dustin would you go next sure um, uh, and I'm gonna add to what Pam said uh, people you know remember the good things whether stuttering is it's a kind of stuttering good or bad but uh, this is not a disease. This is not a death sentence. Um, you can go out there and do whatever you want. We're all um, cases of that or results of that. Um, when I was a kid, yes, it, it held me back. But as I got older, as I learned, hey, this is this is not the end of the world. I I got over it, and don't let it stop you. Great. And we're not stopping yet uh, because Debbie is going to share next her 
her her her non-stuttering opinion of what the world should know about stuttering. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's an interesting uh, position to be in, um, but I think I think what what I take away from from the discussion tonight, um, and what I think I would hope other non-stutterers that you know might benefit them would be that um, especially <laughs> if they have the um, the sense that they want to say take a deep breath or think about what you want to say before you say it that they should um, take that advice themselves if you encounter a stutterer take a deep breath yeah. and let them finish their sentence and and really listen before you think about what you're going to say really listen to what they're saying and just take a deep breath and give them a chance to get it out mm -hmm. Thank you. That was great. Um, I guess I'll just add my quick note about it um, in closing, and that is, uh, if you are a person who stutters, if you're if you if you're not, uh, keep compassion in your heart, uh, compassion for yourself and for others. Um, that will help all of us, you know, be free to be you and me <laughs> uh, a great sh show <laughs> um, but it's, it, it's true too so I, I want to thank everybody in the panel in the hangout here tonight it was a very lively engaging discussion it could probably go on another three hours um, Thank you, everyone who's listening or who's going to watch on YouTube. We appreciate that you care about stuttering and uh, have a great Stuttering Awareness Week. Hey, uh, Dave. Hey, David. Yes. We're we going to have the uh, the websites. Yeah. Um, um, ch check us out at stuttersocial.com. We are a virtual support group hosting online meetings every week. There's a calendar on the website. That's stuttersocial.com. Um, we mentioned stutteringhelp.org. That's the Stuttering Foundation of America. There's the National Stuttering Association. We, we, we stutter.org. Uh, any others, Mitch, or yeah, uh, the yeah. friends, the National Association of Young People Who Stutter, which is at www.friendswhostutter.org. Uh, the stuttering homepage, which if you enter that on Google, uh, that has a lot of useful resources also. Was someone else trying to uh, say something? Vishal? Yes. Uh, actually, I just uh, uh, I want to share my 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 uh, song on that uh, I'm ring uh, because uh, recently I have uh, created one 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 song on that uh, uh, I'm ring and I want to share here now. 
this is a, this is actually one line of my song, two lines. Okay. Yes. Okay. Let's sing a line. Okay. Then uh, listen my song, and I hope <laughs> you will uh, feel good. Okay. I love. I stammer. I stammer. I stammer. I love. I stammer, I stammer, I stammer. I know there's no cure to free from the stammer, but I understand my words become fire and comfort me. I'm too speed, I'm too speed. I love. I stammer, I stammer, I stammer. <laughs> All right, great. Online. Yeah. <laughs> nice one, man. And Real uh, nice. Dan, uh, I also forgot to mention uh, the Canadian Stuttering Association at stutter.ca. And the International the, Stuttering Association at isastutter.org. Wow, we can go on for days with uh, sites, huh? Yeah, yes, we, we can. <laughs> There's a lot of stuttering help out there and information. So. Go get it. Thank you, everybody. Uh, have a great night. Have a great Stuttering Awareness Week, and we'll see you again. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.